with increasing availability of vegan options in grocery stores and restaurants and even fast food places, I think we'd expect to see continued growth in the number of people in this age group adopting a more vegan lifestyle. This episode is brought to you by my book, Speak From Within. Learn how you can engage, inspire, and motivate any audience. You can also download my four simple tips to make starting any conversation a breeze at the link in the show notes. Hello and welcome to the Creative Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Isolde Trachtenberg. Whether you're writing the first sentence of a book or solving the climate crisis to get people's attention, you need to tell your story creatively. On the show, I interview peak performers who are coming up with those creative stories and solutions. Through creativity, compassion, and collaboration, they're changing the world. I also bring you ideas and techniques to unlock your potential to do the same. And now, let's get to the show. Hey there, and welcome to the Creative Solutions Podcast. I'm your host, Isolde Trachtenberg. Super grateful that you're taking the time to be here and listen to today's Vegan Life Solutions episode. Today, I want to talk about and explore the reasons behind what they're calling the Gray Revolution, how so many people in their 50s and 60s and beyond are embracing veganism. I want to talk about the reasons behind the trend, sort of the unique challenges that people in this age group may face trying to go vegan or being vegan, and how to ensure a healthy, balanced vegan diet as you age. Now, I'm not a nutritionist or anything, so you need to understand that that is not what I'm trying to do is give you nutritional advice, but I do want to explore this because as a person in my 50s who is vegan, these are concerns that I have today too. So let's start by talking about why more people in their 50s and 60s are going vegan. Of course, there are lots of reasons, from health concerns to animal welfare to environmental factors. But one thing seems to be driving this trend is the desire to take control of one's own health. Now, here's the thing. You've heard me talk about the fact that veganism is a lifestyle, not a diet. And most people who are vegan are going to look at it from the animal welfare perspective first, and then health benefits and environmental benefits second, third, etc. So I want to really talk about the fact that this is perhaps a reason people go vegan, not the driving force, but I want to mention that animal welfare tends to be at the forefront of why people go vegan to begin with. But let's move on. So many people in that age range, 50s through 70s and 80s, are beginning to realize that their health is not something they can take for granted. They're more aware of the impact their lifestyle choices can have on their health and well-being. And as a result, they're looking for ways to take control of their health and going vegan is one way to do that. And I want to add here that the way to look at it is, for me anyway, it's it's a completely guilt-free way of living and that eases stress levels on you that may, you may not even be aware that you're having. But if you realize that there's absolutely nothing you need to feel guilty about, about the products you use or the food you eat, that actually sort of lifts a burden. And it's a really interesting way of looking at how what we eat and the choices we make affect the rest of our lives. For example, former USA President Bill Clinton adopted a plant-based diet after experiencing health issues. And he's been an advocate for veganism ever since. Other celebrities like Oprah Winfrey and Samuel L. Jackson have also embraced a vegan lifestyle in later in life for health reasons 
And again, yes, I know that there are probably vegans out there who are going, that's not really vegan, that's plant-based. But what if they're also doing all of the other things, being against animal testing, not wearing leather or wool, and all of these other aspects of veganism that we talk about when we're talking about veganism. So going vegan can help reduce the risk of many chronic diseases such as heart disease, uh, type 2 diabetes, certain types of cancer. It can also help manage existing health conditions and improve overall health and vitality. And in addition to health concerns, many people in this age group are also concerned about animal welfare and environmental issues. And I will say that it's, again, probably primary, not secondary or tertiary for a lot of vegans, but people in their 50s, 60s and 70s and beyond, uh, you know, their health, because their health may be more of a factor in their day to day life or health concerns may be more of a factor in their day to day life that may be. Uh, more prevalent because if you don't have your health, you don't have anything to quote the princess bride. So if you're at that age and you want to do your part to protect the planet and reduce your carbon footprint, choosing a plant-based diet or a vegan diet, you can significantly reduce your environmental impact and contribute to a more sustainable future. So overall, the desire to take control of your health protects the planet improves animal welfare. These are all driving factors behind this growing trend of veganism among people in their 50s and 60s. And with so many delicious, nutritious, plant-based vegan options available, there's never been a better time to make the switch to a vegan lifestyle. And I'm here to tell you, it's a really amazing way to eat. Again, in part because it's all guilt-free, but also there's just the, the incredible variety of food that you can eat on a vegan diet. And again, Delicious, nutritious, and fabulous. And I want to talk a little bit about myself. So uh, the way I look at my hypothyroidism, I am hypothyroid and likely have been hypothyroid since I was a teenager. But in my 30s is when I actually got diagnosed. And the food that I eat has to be very specific, right? Uh, I have to actually, uh, Christopher's veggies and I can't be that close, even though you're supposed to normally have your cauliflower, your broccoli, your spinach. Christopher's veggies, for example, are known to uh, lower the functioning of the thyroid. And then they say that tofu does too, but that one actually, there hasn't been that much study that says that that's actually the case. But for me, adopting a vegan diet, a vegan lifestyle, again, some of it is, hey, I don't want to be responsible for anybody's suffering, any sentient being suffering. But also hypothyroidism, for example, they did a study at some point that said that dairy cheese and wheat together really mess up the functioning of the thyroid. So because I don't take medication for my thyroid, because I refuse to take medication for my thyroid, uh, my hypothyroidism, that's one of the things that I can do is choosing my intake, my food intake very wisely and very specifically allows me the room to not be on meds and not ever have to worry about whether or not the meds I'm taking are or were tested on animals, which I won't do. So again, this this means that what you eat, what you put into your body becomes more of a, a sort of a driving force of your day, right? You have to be more careful and you have to be more purposeful about what you're eating and when. And that can be kind of weird because you have a lot of other stuff to do. I personally don't have human children. And so that that whole no children, no grandchildren thing makes it a lot easier for me. But someone else in their 50s, 60s and 70s or 80s and beyond might have grandchildren, great grandchildren and want to be spending time with them and may not want to 
spend a lot of time on planning what they're going to eat. And now there are vegan meal planning services that will deliver vegan meals to you. So even that has become easier. But of course, there are challenges that come with adopting a vegan lifestyle sort of later in life. One of the biggest challenges is dealing with friends and family who may not understand or support the decision to go vegan. Another of the biggest challenges of going vegan later in life is changing sort of long-held, as I was mentioning, dietary habits. Many people have been eating animal products for decades and have developed sort of these preferences and habits around these foods. And making the switch to a plant-based or vegan diet can be difficult and will require that significant shift in mindset and eating habits. And there are, like I said a minute ago, that whole notion of, other people in your life might not understand, you're going to have to figure out how to deal with these people who don't quite get your desire to be vegan. And I've had to do that many, many times over the 31 years that I have been a vegetarian. 31? No, even more than that, 35 years that I've been a vegetarian and 20 some odd years that I've been vegan. It's it's sort of, hey, this is who I am. This is what I do. And I I no longer make excuses for it. This is just my life, but there are going to there's going to be some pushback if you make the decision from children, from grandchildren, from friends and family who are used to you being a certain way. But remember, you can always change your mind. You can always just say, "Hey, you know what? This is what I've decided to do, and I'm changing the way I've been living into something else." It's never too late to change your path from what it's been, perhaps a more omnivore diet, to what it could be, a more vegan diet and lifestyle. So to that end, let's talk about some of the successful examples of people who've made the transition to veganism. Uh, Actor and comedian Ellen DeGeneres went vegan in her 50s after she watched a documentary on animal agriculture, apparently. She's since become sort of an outspoken advocate for animal welfare and a healthy vegan plant-based lifestyle. So there are people out there, famous ones as well as non-famous ones, who are doing it, who have done it, and who continue to do it successfully. So as I mentioned, another challenge that people in this age group may face when transitioning to a vegan lifestyle is opposition from friends and family. And social circles, family traditions often revolve around food. You know, you go to dinner, you have your holiday dinners, all of that. So some people might feel threatened or uncomfortable when someone they know decides to go vegan. And I guess it's important to remember that change can be difficult for everyone. And it might take some time for friends and family to adjust to the new dietary choices. One way to address this is to educate them about the benefits of veganism and encourage them to try plant-based meals themselves. It can also be helpful to focus on the positive aspects of the lifestyle, such as feeling better physically and mentally, having a clear conscience about animal welfare, which is my favorite. Another challenge for people in this age group might be dealing with potential health implications of transitioning to a vegan lifestyle. It's important to consult with a healthcare professional. Make sure, you know, that your medical professional can tell you what your nutritional needs are and to make sure that your nutritional needs are being met, especially if you're an older adult and you may have specific dietary requirements. As I wrap up today's episode, I want to take a look at the future of veganism for people in their 50s and 60s and beyond. With increasing availability of vegan options in grocery stores and restaurants and even fast food places, I think we'd expect to see continued growth in the number of people in this age group adopting a more vegan lifestyle. But the question is, why is this growing? 
I think for one thing, veganism offers a multitude of benefits for individuals in this age group. By consuming a diet rich in plant-based foods, people in their 50s and 60s are going to experience improved health, reduce risk of chronic diseases such as heart disease, and maybe even increase longevity. Additionally, adopting a vegan lifestyle can perhaps help reduce our environmental footprint, leading to a better world for all of our future generations. And by consuming, by eating those plant-based foods, we can reduce that carbon footprint and protect natural resources and therefore make a more positive impact on the planet. Again, cruelty-free and guilt-free. I love that. As the world continues to change, I think it's exciting to see more and more people embracing a vegan lifestyle. And with the benefits that veganism brings to people in their 50s and 60s and beyond, I don't think there's any doubt that we're going to continue to see sort of a, a growth, a surge in the number of older people who choose to go vegan. So if you're in your 50s or beyond, it's not too late to make a change towards a healthier, more compassionate lifestyle. I hope that today's episode inspired you to take the step and join sort of the growing gray revolution of veganism. But before I close this episode up, I want to hear from you. Have you gone vegan in your 50s or 60s or beyond? What challenges did you face and how did you overcome them? And what benefits have you experienced since adopting a vegan lifestyle? I'd love to hear your stories and share them with this community. You can reach out to me on social media or you can email me at azolda at azoldat.com. And I might even feature your story in a future episode. And if you're curious about exploring veganism later in life, I encourage you to do your research, talk to your healthcare provider, and take things one step at a time. Incorporating more vegan plant-based foods into your diet is a great first step, and there are lots of resources available to help you on that path. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I think it's important for us to, to have this conversation because there are so many of us, our population is aging, and there are so many of us who are looking at being kinder to ourselves and to each other and to the sentient beings we share the planet with. So we've explored why more people in this age group are adopting a vegan lifestyle, the challenges they might face, and how to overcome them. And I also shared some real-world examples like Moby, Ellen DeGeneres, Oprah Winfrey, Samuel L. Jackson, Bill Clinton, lots of people. Uh, Alicia Silverstone is another one of my favorite people who is vegan. So there are there are real-world examples of pretty famous people who've successfully transitioned to a vegan diet later in life, although I think Alicia Silverstone and Moby may have been vegan for years and years before they were uh, in midlife. But remember, going vegan can be a wonderful way to take control of your health and to contribute to a more compassionate world. But it's important to do so in a way that meets your individual needs. If you incorporate a variety of whole plant foods in your diet and you seek guidance from a healthcare professional, you can enjoy the benefits of a healthy and compassionate vegan lifestyle. Thanks for tuning in. This is Isolde Trachtenberg for the Creative Solutions Podcast. This has been a vegan life solutions episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. And if you have questions, again, I'm not a nutritionist, but I might be able to help. And if not, I might be able to at least steer you in the direction of certain books that I love that explain a lot of this. Until next time, I remind you, as always, to be bold, be creative, and most of all, be kind.
Thank you so much for joining me today. I really appreciate you being here. Please subscribe to the podcast if you're new, and it would mean the world to me if you told a friend about it. Today's episode was produced by Isolde Trachtenberg and is copyright 2023. As always, please remember this is for educational and entertainment purposes only. Past performance does not guarantee future results. Although, we can always hope. Until next time, keep living what you believe in. Thank you.